Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, we're going to discuss why we got banned from the subreddit r slash advice, take a look at some Reddit questions, and answer the age-old question, am I the asshole for making a kid leave my wedding? The age-old question. (laughs) (laughs) But before we jump into those, Sarah, how's it going? You were just talking a little bit about uh, unicorn hunting. Do you want to talk to the pod about that? Oh, yeah, sure. So I'm uh, in a polyamorous relationship, as we've mentioned previously. Um, And back in the day, I identified as um, bisexual. And bisexuals have a tendency, especially bisexual um, people who were assigned female at birth uh, in the polyamorous community are probably probably very familiar with being unicorn hunted, which I was explaining to James is where a couple, um, generally speaking, opens up their relationship because they're trying to spice things up. Um, but primarily they're just looking for, um, you know, a, a bisexual woman who's or assigned female birth, who's willing to sleep with both of them, but doesn't want, they don't want to commit to that person. They don't want to create like a throuple or anything like that. They just want to have sex with this person and basically use this person. And it's not, it's not pleasant being unicorn hunted. So are they, if they let their intentions know to begin with, is it a negative thing or? It's less of a negative thing if they let you know in advance, but usually if you're being unicorn hunted, they're not letting you know that they're looking for a unicorn. But there's some key signs. Um, One of them is usually that the man is not very attractive. I actually, I don't know why this always happens, but usually if you're being unicorn hunted, the woman is like really fucking gorgeous and the dude is kind of average or not good looking at all. And he's the one who approaches you. <laughs> yeah. Or, or when you're being unicorn hunted, um, the other the other sign is usually the girlfriend aspect of the relationship approaches you, but she's kind of meh about it. And it, it becomes very apparent that it's literally just because she's wanting to please her partner than, than actually because she's interested. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Interesting. Not really. I mean, I don't know how cool I would say it is. More interesting than anything. Um, other than that, what have you been Go ahead. What are you doing this week? Uh, um, I know I've been really annoyed, but we'll go with you first. Look, this week, let's see. What am I doing this week? Oh, um, speaking of being polyamorous, um, a couple of people from the polyamory group that I'm in um, set up, they called it um, an illusion food event. So it's um, for April Fool's Day tomorrow. Um, and basically, it's all kinds of foods that look like other things, but aren't. So um, example is Nick is planning on bringing um banana cream pudding banana cream pie pudding kind of thing and he's gonna put it into a mayonnaise jar oh okay yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, so like that that's disgusting but yes i mean (laughs) (laughs) disgusting that it could be mayonnaise and because mayonnaise is disgusting i hate mayonnaise yeah so i'm like i don't hate mayonnaise but i very much limit my mayonnaise intake so (laughs) this is perfect honestly i'm just like this that's fantastic actually that's that's a great idea so so anyway so yeah that's that's what we're doing tomorrow um and then tuesday i have my appointment with the oncologist yay that's exciting yeah they do you have to go you probably have to go get blood work and stuff too right probably yikes i don't i don't know what all they're gonna do yet um but the the funny thing is nick's actually not gonna be here he's gonna be in houston because his grandmother's having um hip surgery hip replacement so he's actually gonna be with her so horace is gonna go with me this is the benefits of having a, a poly relationship by the way is 
Like Nick's not going to be able to go with me, but you know what? It's okay. Horace will go with me. <laughs> I'll have to go by myself. Anyway, what about you? Um, not much. I mean, work, work is crazy right now. We got a lot of stuff to do. Um, school, I am annoyed with my instructor and Ryan talked me off a ledge yesterday. Oh gosh. Um, so I, you, I think you saw the most recent thing. So I'm annoyed because I turned in my assignment and then it got graded and I was given a 98%, which completely acceptable. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with a 98% when it's warranted for not being 100%. In my case, I don't think that a 2% decrease is warranted because the issue I have is I was given feedback on both assignments. I can take the feedback. I'll look at the feedback. I'll review it. And if there's information in there that I know I can change, I'll change. Well, his feedback didn't like included a bunch of information uh, that had nothing to do with what was wrong with my paper. So the, the issue was that uh, my resources page in my paper had a semi or no, sorry, had a colon in the title of the resources page. So the header where it says resources it's supposed to be centered, bold, no colon. Okay, cool. I can understand that if you give me that feedback. Uh, this is my 30th class in this school. I've never received that feedback. That's how I've always had my the title of my header or the header of my resources page. Right. Well, so I look at his feedback and his feedback says nothing about the colon. It just says uh, that the resources page needs to have the word title at the top in bold. Do not underline and do not use quotations in your um, the title of your resources. And then he has some other information about like making sure that it's double spaced and you're using the same um, the same font throughout. And I was like, OK, cool. I look at my thing and I'm like, all of that stuff is right. There's nothing. So I had to email him and I was like, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying is wrong. Um, when I look at your feedback, and I, I took screenshots of his feedback and I was like, can you please clarify what you mean? And he said, oh, you you have a colon in your the title of your resources page. That doesn't warrant giving me a 2% reduction in my 100% assignment, I especially agree. when you don't put it in the freaking feedback. Like you're very specific about the, the feedback until, but you don't include the one thing that's actually wrong with my my APA formatting. Mm. So I was annoyed and I was going to email him and be like, listen, just give me the two points. It's a freaking colon. You didn't include it in your feedback. This is the 30th class I've had. I need, right. that doesn't make sense. Ryan was like, is it really worth it? It's just two points. So my question to you, Sarah, do you think it's worth it? To yell at this man, well, not yell, to email and be like, listen, I don't understand what this 2% thing is when everything else is fine with my paper and you like gave me a lot of really great positive feedback. And then the one piece of feedback that you did give me that was kind of constructive didn't even include the information that I needed to fix the error. Right. That's my biggest issue is you gave me feedback. Cool. Great. Take it. I'll use it, do whatever. But you didn't include the error that I was actually making in the feedback. Right. That's my biggest issue. <laughs> I feel like I personally, because it's, because mm. on the one hand, the perfectionist in me is like, no, we would totally email and be like, okay, well, can I get this changed, please? Because this is kind of ridiculous. But then oh. the other part of me is so just the other like, part. Sorry. The other part is I did email him and ask him if I resubmit it without the colon, can you give me my two points? Right. And he said he that. doesn't accept resubmissions, which right. really frustrated me. <laughs> really frustrated me. 
I wanted to throw something across the room when I received that email. I was like, this isn't a normal circumstance where there's a big thing wrong and it was just like an accident. This is, there's a colon where there shouldn't be, but everything else is fine. Right. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you mean? I don't understand. Yeah. So frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand either. Two points for, for one thing is, is kind of outrageous in my opinion. Yeah. It's literally, he removed a point for each dot on my page that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Stupid. But I think I've moved on. I've moved past. I'm still frustrated about it and I'm annoyed, but right now I'm just going to let it go and move on. If it continues to be an issue, even though I remove the, the colon and he docks it for something else, I'm really going to get pissed and... I might need to email the school. There you go. But I do have some exciting news. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask. I was like, what's the surprise? What's the surprise? So I have two things. First, um, I started up a Twitter account for our podcast. Nice. So Now About That Pod has a Twitter account now. You can follow that at, at Now About That Pod. And we also have a phone number that people can call and leave a voicemail or text. Wow. And the phone number is 765-557-4170. It has been updated on the website to now include this phone number instead of my personal phone number. So if anyone would like to call in and leave a voicemail or text that phone number, we can uh, listen to the voicemail if you would like to on the podcast and answer a question if you have a question. Or if you want to send a question in a text message to the phone number 765-557-4170, then we will answer the question on the podcast. Exciting. Wow. I'm not going to lie. I was really hoping you were going to tell me Mercury Stardust got back in touch with us. I wish. She did not. She's kind of busy right now. She's really busy right now. But I was just like, oh my God, if Mercury Stardust responded to us, I'm going to shit break. I wish. <laughs> um, I will say I I did notice and I was kind of checking in. I think the last I saw was they're creeping towards $2 million for trans health. I love that. Which is amazing. Yeah. That's I think the weird. goal was originally $1 million and they hit it like last night and they want to hit the $2 million by the end of the day. I'm going to turn my sound volume down on my phone. Oh yeah, I had to turn off the sound on my phone so it doesn't start going off while we're in the middle of all this. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's just, but it's so much fun when my phone goes off right in the middle. When we're, Is like, it though? Yeah, it's great. I love being interrupted by my phone. Being very sarcastic right now. Let's Ooh. see. I'm going to see where they are at. So I'm going to go on the website and see how much what they've hit so far 1.667 million dollars so they're less than four hundred thousand dollars away from two million nice that's exciting that is exciting well um i mean the other exciting thing is i have a new phone i have there you go i now have two phones like a psychopath (laughs) and i do i have an iphone and an android now there you go so i have both my iphone will is my primary personal phone and the android is for the business so i have i have two androids (laughs) (laughs) well do you want to get into looking at some reddit questions first i think you should tell the audience about us getting banned oh yeah 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 yeah. so i was excited and i was like oh what i'll do i think it'll it'll be fun is if i go to r slash reddit uh or r slash a device and I post a, I put a post out asking for people to put their, submit their questions um, to the Reddit or to the, to my post or send us an email uh, contacting us at our website. Um, I submit the, I send the post in, uh, I get an, an automated post back that says, 
thank you for submitting your post. Uh, make sure to answer people, blah, 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 whatever. And then like 30 minutes later, I get another message from the r slash uh, advice moderators that said, you have been permanently banned from r slash advice. Wow. I was like, hmm, okay, that's weird. <laughs> so the reason I got, perma- we got permanently banned because it's the uh, now about that pod uh, Reddit account. Uh, the reason we got permanently banned is because when you submit, there are specific like Reddit, uh, subreddit rules that you have to po- uh, follow by. One of those rules was um, to not self-promote. So you can't like promote yourself um, on the Reddit. You can't ask for, um, you can't ask for people to like go and visit your website or anything like that, which is what I was doing. I didn't realize that. Uh, and then the other thing is you cannot use external links on your post. So you can't like link to something outside of Reddit. Mm. So I was annoyed and I was like, well, that's, I mean, that's a little rash, right? To permanently ban someone from your Reddit just because they broke a Reddit rule one with one post. Mm-hmm. I mean, so to me and people out there tell me if I'm wrong, it would make more sense to take down my post and just say, hey, these are the rules that you broke. Make sure you don't break them again. If you do, you'll be banned. That would have been, I think, the correct professional thing to do not permanently banning you for your first incident right and it was like it's not even like i was doing i was doing something like heinous or mischievous i was simply trying to get people to submit questions for our podcast that we were specifically answering but apparently you can't do that and you get banned so we have been banned permanently, although I did reach out to them and ask them if there was any way to uh, remove the ban. Uh, they have not gotten back to me. And that was two days ago now. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, that was banned. that was yesterday. Uh, yesterday, like early, early morning. Mm-hmm. So that was annoying and frustrating. And I so the weird thing is about it. And let me pull up the exact quote from the Reddit uh, moderator, which I think is probably just a an automated thing. So it says, you have been permanently banned from participating in r slash advice. Uh, you can still view and subscribe to r slash advice, but you won't be able to post or comment. Like, then why would I be able to view and subscribe? Right. If you're going to ban me, like that's not a ban. That's a you. I can't. That's like you restricted my account. That's not a ban. Right. So that happened. Fun stuff. <laughs> so annoying. Like this entire week has been annoying. But Sounds like it. Well, did looking, you get a... Go ahead. I was saying, I was looking at this first one that you had sent. The what is a quote from a comedian you'll never forget. Yeah. And some of these comments are great. <laughs> uh, including this first one that says, Every time you clog a toilet, you exceeded someone's expectations. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah, because... You, like they created a toilet to meet certain criteria. Yeah. Um, I was thinking all of, all of my favorite uh, comedian quotes um, come from Eddie Izzard. Okay. Yeah. And my favorite that I use all the time um, is cake or death. <laughs> he gets to the part and he's just like cake or death. And this person's just like, I'll take the cake, please. And he's just like, well, you can't have any cake because we ran out of cake. We only had two bits and we weren't expecting such a rush. And the person's just like, so my choice is or death. And he's like, well, I'll have the chicken then. (laughs) And I don't know why, but that one just remains permanent. Lives rent free. Lives rent free up there. (laughs) That's funny. So I'm looking, I, I Googled some funny 
Um, I mean, to me, I, I don't really have a, like one that really sticks to sticks to mind. Uh, but I did Google some funny comedian quotes. And the first one that comes up is before you marry a person, you should make them use a computer with slow internet to see who they really are. Oof. Can you guess? Can you guess who said that? No. Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> I never I never would have guessed Will Ferrell in a million years. <laughs> and then things have to be funny first. And if they want to have a point, that's awesome. That's not very good. John Mulaney. Mm. Um, oh, God. From TikTok, the John Mulaney stuff. He's just like, I was on the bench. I was on the bench. I was over on the bench. <laughs> oh, I like this one from Lily Tomlin. I always wanted to be somebody, but now I realize I should have been more specific. <laughs> <laughs> Same. And then, what is this woman's name? Chelsea Peretti, I think is her name. And I've seen her before, but I can't. I don't know exactly what her last name is, but I think that's right. Uh, P-E-R-E-T-T-I. I think so, yeah. Uh, if you text, I love you, and the person writes back an emoji, no matter what that em- emoji is, they don't love you, love you back. <laughs> oh, James is having a coughing fit. Don't die on us. Jeez, I don't know what just happened. That was weird. That was weird. Um, but anyways, I think that one was funny. I uh, so I, that was just kind of a, a light, funny one that was fun to start off with. <clears throat> no, I, I agree. I like that. And All right. Then... Oof. Well, let's just dive right into this r slash ask men. <laughs> this one's kind of, kind of, kind of scary. Scary. We went from the nice lighthearted one with the comedians <laughs> to this. Uh, so the question is, uh, you set up a first date with a girl from Tinder and she shows up in a wheelchair that she didn't tell you about. What's your next move? And the, oh my God, the very first one. I don't roll wanna, with I, it. I'm scared. Oh my god, roll with it. Yes! And this person underneath saying I'd be glad I didn't get stood up. <laughs> I'd oh sweep her off her feet. But don't These push puns. it too far. These oh, puns! This should be changed and added to our slash pun. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm gonna... I don't know about anybody else, but somebody being in a wheelchair is not gonna affect... Like, if I'm already attracted to you, that I'm interested enough to set up a first date... Yeah. Being in a wheelchair does like is not going to change that. Um I also think that's kind of shallow if you are going to change that. Like you were obviously interested enough in this person when you thought that they were able bodied, but now you're like, mm, "No, I'm good, thanks." Like, what? <laughs> just just personally, personally speaking, it's not my thing. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think it's fine if it, I mean, that's something weird to leave out of a conversation, but also what pictures have they been posting right um that there's you can't see that there's a a wheelchair right because i remember back in ye olden days uh when i lived in oklahoma and a certain someone was in a wheelchair you can tell in the pictures yeah like even the pictures that i tried to make it look like she wasn't you could still see it (laughs) yeah uh so then the next one says what screams spouse material? And this is the thread, uh, subreddit r ask women r slash ask women. What screams marriage material? I mean, I think it really differs from person to person. It really does. Every person is going to have different criteria that they want in a spouse. And I mean, really, me, I don't want a spouse. I would never get married. But that's just me. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think because back in the day, I had different criteria than I have now. Yeah. 
like and honestly i i don't think i really want to get married again so i don't really think about it all that much but what was your criteria back in the day that he had a pill a pole <laughs> you're just saying that because of who i did marry well it's because he, i mean he didn't really bring anything anything to the relationship other than a body yeah i don't want to know any personal details about him sarah <laughs> i wasn't gonna give any personal details about him james <laughs> uh, um, i just i go ahead you know i was gonna say like at that when when i met him i just thought that i was this unlovable freak and i should just hang on to this one person who actually seems interested in me uh because no one's ever gonna love me um but so low standards so low standards um but you know somebody that i had something in common with um somebody who was aligned politically like i was you know those were things that were a big deal to me at the time um now it's you have to have a job um it'd be great if you have a car but i don't have a car so like i understand if somebody else doesn't have a car it just makes meeting up a lot harder <laughs> no um you know just being able to be self-sufficient I guess and like I don't know that's that's pretty much where I'm looking at now is the is the whole be self-sufficient on your own and then yeah. and then we can talk about being in a relationship I like the very first post and it looks like it's I don't it's like highlighted or something their name it says your uterus trying to kill me yeah <laughs> is that you Sarah did you did you post on this reddit post I did not post on this reddit you I think know if yeah. it was me. I always go by the same handles. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh yeah, I think the same thing. It's like as long as they're like they are um stable and show you kindness and have bring like bring the same thing that you're bringing to the relationship, then I think it makes sense to um I think that that makes some a good partner. I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. Like they bring an equal thing to the relationship and it's not like the the relationship is one-sided <clears throat> yeah Ooh, and now we're going to am i the assholes all right all right let's let's look at this i mean this first one should be one that's fine that we can ask or we can answer because it makes sense okay all right am i the asshole for telling my niece not everyone is religious went to dinner at a family member's house my niece was there and said we need to pray before we eat i told her not everyone prays so she told her mom so she said her mom told her if you don't pray you're going to hell i said i don't believe in any of that and that other people have different beliefs it's okay to believe in something but not okay to try and force it on other people now her mom is mad at me that i told her that am i the asshole edit just got finished with work and this really blew up we we're at one of my cousin's houses not at her mom's house she's six years old but according to previous talks with her mother she has a great fear and love for jesus Ugh. still makes me cringe um that the was me um i did not force my views on her i simply told her that there are other beliefs out there i agree that if someone doesn't believe in what we do equal eternity in hell is a terrible thing to teach a kid thanks everyone for the opinions and opinions but there's no way i can get to all the comments <laughs> so but i agree with that is like telling somebody telling a small child that if somebody doesn't do something that they're going to go to hell is a terrible thing to do to a child. And I can say that because I was a child who learned that. Um, 
actually in in church when I was a little kid and I recognize this now um I was used to quote unquote convert people because like people people are usually more willing to do something for a child mainly because children can't take care of a lot of stuff themselves but I do remember one particular incident um there was this young woman that I thought I thought she was amazing. I thought she was wonderful. She'd been going to our church for a little bit. Um, not because she was a Christian, but just because she was interested in learning more. And she had come to the conclusion on her own that she wasn't interested in becoming a Christian, you know, from going to church, our church and everything. And it might've just been our church, to be honest. Um, but anyway, I remember being goaded into crying because I was so upset that she was going to go to hell and like and this poor woman was so confused as to how she could comfort me as a child while there are all these adults around who are also saying the same things and yeah. it's just like it's terrible also yeah. fuck y'all for doing that to me yeah um I think I think it makes sense so I, I don't think he's the asshole or they are the asshole it doesn't really say um but I can I can kind of see where the mom's coming from because, okay, I, partially. Uh, being mad at, like, being annoyed. Like, mad is a little bit childish. Like, being mad at someone because you told your child that they told, you told your their child that they, you don't believe in heaven and hell. Like, that's, I mean, she has six, but... I mean, if you didn't want to pray, then just don't pray. And right. when she asks, I mean, yeah, you're going to tell her, I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't see that it's, he's the asshole. I think it's just, I think the mom needs to calm down, yeah, but right. that's coming from, coming from a person that's not super religious, um, or religious at all, really. And my point of view doesn't, I can't, I can't personally see it from the mom's point of view one because i'd never have children and two um i'm not religious so i don't understand the thing is is like they didn't even say anything wrong they just said that other people have different beliefs yeah which she i think or the person parent, isn't i mean the person isn't really like um like they're not invalidating that person's religion. They're just right. saying, I don't believe that and not everyone believes that. So what were you gonna say? Along the same lines of that <laughs> the thing is, is that um that other people have different religious beliefs. And like I don't think there's anything wrong telling a child that. And I don't understand where the mother's coming from that the mother's freaking the fuck out it's not like they told the kid that there is no santa claus they're just saying that other people have different beliefs which they're gonna learn anyway if they're in school so like i mean again if uh, the niece kind of decides when she finds this out that oh that doesn't matter i still i still believe it believe in it then i mean it's like what harm was done none right exactly i just i don't i don't granted i just hate overly religious people like that because they're always so hypocritical anyway like in this instance i feel like that's being a hypocrite if you're being mad at somebody for expressing that there are other religions and so on and so forth yeah like i feel like that's you being an <laughs> asshole yeah so i'm responding and i said uh i agree telling a small child that if someone doesn't do what they're told to do is going uh someone doesn't do what they're told to do they're going to go to hell is a terrible thing to teach a kid. Did not really do anything wrong by saying that not everyone believes in that religion. Uh, what harm was done if the niece decides to continue believing in the religion? 
not the asshole. Yeah, there's there's literally <laughs> no harm in that. Ugh. This is this is the one that I'm most interested in though that you sent the am I the asshole for making a kid leave my wedding? <laughs> So yeah, it's am I the asshole for making a kid leave my wedding? After a long, a long ass wedding day, we hit the reception. Things are fine until my hubby's cousin Anna's kid started making a fuss about cake, like screaming and just a huge meltdown. Autistic over not having ice cream with her with his cake, like screaming, throwing himself on the middle of the dance floor, kicking his feet, and he's offered several sliced several slices <clears throat> spelling error several slices of the cake only to throw them the floor is a sticky mess i was planning on doing the father daughter dance right after this i'm almost in tears at this point and thank god my sister and mother made of honor made of honor thank you and made of honor and my mother <laughs> had enough on this of had enough of this to hold anna and her son they needed to oh had enough of this and told Anna and her son they needed to go. Anna and her son refused to leave and the boys started acting worse to where my sister gets pissed off and told her to leave or the police would be called. Uh, that's not that's not an empty threat from my sis because her father-in-law is a cop. Anna leaves, but we are now like an hour behind schedule because of a meltdown over ice cream. I'm not feeling I'm not feeling any and leaving without the rest of the dances. What? So she's not feeling like dancing and leaves without the rest of the dances. <laughs> okay. Uh, the DJ plays for his scheduled time, but no one is feeling feeling it after the kids meltdown. New hubby gets a call on our honeymoon and his family, grandma, aunts, cousins, now want all of the wedding gifts back because of my family decided to bully an autistic kid who was allowed to throw a fit in the middle of a dance floor for an hour. Am I the asshole? I definitely think that there was a better way to handle this. I think there was a better way to handle this from both sides. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like if you're going to take if you're going to take your child to I mean first of all, if you didn't I wouldn't ever allow children at a wedding if I had one. I wouldn't I would say no wedding, no kids allowed. Yes, we know. Cuz you're a monster. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I just don't have children and I don't like them. <laughs> So I would say, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I would have circumvented it by not having children at my wedding. Um, but then, like, it's a weird thing to throw a fit about, but I'm also not autistic, so I wouldn't know, and I'm not a child anymore. Right. <laughs> so I wouldn't know. First of all, like, okay. So clearly, the, the, here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's like, one, you know your child is autistic. Okay, so you, that means that you should know that there are going to be some things that could potentially be triggering or overwhelming or overstimulating for said autistic child. Like, I could understand, okay, if this is the, the first time that the kid's ever been to a wedding, you know, you might not know what to expect, but you shouldn't be letting something like that go on for an hour. Like, you should at some point be able to de-escalate the situation because yeah. again you have a child that you know is autistic you should know what you need to do to help kind of get around these things and the other thing is too is that kids get overwhelmed by shit and like this person even says it was a long ass wedding day yeah okay so this kid has probably been having to do a lot of stuff all day probably didn't get a chance for a nap probably didn't you know get to really do much of anything because of everything going on with the wedding and weddings are overwhelming for adults so like i don't know i just 
but I also feel like her sister absolutely should not have said, you know, leave or we're going to call the police. I feel like that's an overreaction for a child having an issue. Like, yes, Anna and her kiddo should have gone outside at the very least to try to like calm the situation down. You know, there should be something going on here to help the child. Because in the end, when children are throwing fits like that, it there's more than just cake going on. There's something else yeah. besides ice cream, besides cake, that's going on with that kid. Because kids don't throw hour-long <laughs> tantrums for no reason. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that makes sense. Because it's like, the, the child was obviously overwhelmed. And it doesn't say how old the kid was um, in this post. So we don't, we don't know. And that's still, that wouldn't make a difference anyways. Right. But I think, like you said... It's been a long day. Things have been going on all day. They probably missed a nap, which automatically for a, a neurotypical child would probably be something that would annoy them anyways. Because who wants to sit sit in an uncomfortable outfit for hours? Again, I go back to the don't take your kids to a, a freaking wedding. Right. I think um, this first person who commented... Uh... Seep Sand um, said, not the asshole. As an autistic person, I feel strongly about this. The kid didn't have a meltdown because of ice cream. It was the thing that broke the camel's back because a wedding is almost guaranteed to cause overstimulation, which leads more often than not into a meltdown. How the parents didn't recognize this or even seem to think about it, about how it could be a possibility, and then refusing to leave, basically keeping your child in a very vulnerable state in front of a whole ass wedding party genuinely makes me angry. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying is like, I'm mad at the parents more than anything because who keeps their child in that situation? Yeah, I think the, the, um, the wedding party could have handled it a little bit differently too, though. Cause it's like, I mean, did it really have to escalate to the point where you're saying, well, we're going to call the police on you if you don't leave? Right. Like, really? Like, just, have her removed exactly but i think like i said i think if you you don't want children because children are even non-autistic children are going to cause a scene more than likely at a wedding because it's so long because they're in an uncomfortable outfit all day and because it's probably most of the time it probably gets hot they're bored they want to do something else they miss their nap because their parent doesn't want to miss a wedding or they didn't want to pay for a sitter. It's like, there's a reason that people choose not to have children at weddings. I don't think they're monsters. I just think there's, there's a way that you could have gotten around it and circumvented this, this to have happened. Yeah. Um, But then there's also a way that you, the parent that is the parent of an autistic person should know, like you said, how to de-escalate the situation and keep it from getting worse and keep it from going going further, going as far as it did. Yeah. In effect. And I struggled to think that it actually went on for an hour. It might have felt like an hour. Yeah. Um, but then again, I don't really know because I wasn't there. Right. And now I will say <laughs> I do think that it's shitty that his family wants all their wedding gifts back. Yeah. I, I, mean, like, I... I think that's shitty as fuck. Like, yes. okay. Like, but anyway, no, I, 
I don't think that this person's the asshole. I think that everybody else in the situation is kind of an asshole. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, that's insane that his family is asking for all the gifts back and it's kind of rude. Like you don't, you don't get the gifts back. Like if the wedding were, if the wedding were called off, then yeah, I could understand how you would want your gift back. But even if like they don't last a week and they get divorced, you don't get your gifts back then. Yeah. Um, it's, this is not funny, but it reminded me of, um, Nick was scrolling through, um, sometimes when we're cuddled up together, I'll just look over his shoulder and look at what he's scrolling through on Reddit. And one of the things that we saw when we were scrolling was, um, this kid, this 14 year old asking advice on how to get back, um, his sweater from a fellow classmate who passed away. Like the fellow classmate died like really suddenly in a car accident or something like that. And he just wants his sweater back. But Nick and I are both like, babe, you're not getting your sweater back. That, that mm-hmm. sweater's gone. <laughs> like there's 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 no great way to reach out to uh, the parents of said dead child to be like, hey, your kid borrowed my sweater. Can I have it back? No, that <laughs> that sweater's gone, which is what I was reminded of when you were like, no, those gifts are gone. Yeah. It's like you, you don't get gifts back. Yeah, you don't get no. the gifts back. Jesus, what was did you that? Hear that? I did. It was. There's a video. I'm scrolling through Reddit looking for some more stuff to look at, and there's a video, and it just started playing. Oh my goodness! I was. It scared me. I was like, "What was that?" <laughs> uh, I do have another one that I didn't send you, but I'll send it to you now. Um, it's called "Am I the asshole for asking for more money for my car?" For some reason, a freaking bar at the end of my. What is going on here? So it says so. I, 28 male, offered to sell my RAV4 that has 100,000 miles on it in January to my brother and his wife. They have a baby and a beat up Honda Civic, as well as a Scion with way too many miles on it. They shared they'd be car they'd be car hunting this year. Uh, I offered to sell them for what Carvana offered, which was fourteen five fourteen thousand five hundred dollars, and they agreed to it right away. Uh, the problem was that my wife and I still hadn't packed hadn't picked our replacement car. What are you doing? What do you mean? What am I doing? Oh, it looked like you were waving, trying to get my attention. Oh no, because my hand fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Uh, so uh, the problem was that my wife and I still hadn't picked our replacement car. So they check every week or so, but we weren't ready. Uh, in the end, we decided to hold on to the car until our trip to Disney the past week. I checked Carvana again, and they offered me more. This time, 16500 I texted my brother telling him he could have it, but he would need to match Carvana's new offer. He responded saying that they're not haggling and they've been putting off buying a car for months because they thought we had an agreement and we were just they were just waiting on us. 
they called me an asshole for stringing them along for three months and then asking for two thousand more dollars. I'm just trying to do what is right by my two kids and one on the way. Am I the asshole? Yes. I yes. mean, I think so. Yeah. I like. First of all, you. Why did you offer to sell it to them when? you knew that you weren't ready to actually sell it. Yeah, if you hadn't if you hadn't picked haven't picked a replacement car yet, why are you saying, "Oh, I'll sell it to you?" Yeah. It's like if you're saying, "I'll sell it to you," and then you ask them or they ask, they you agree on a price, that's technically a binding agreement. Yeah. <clears throat> also, it's just that's ridiculous to do that for 3 months and and like as this person, this person who commented down here, Hold on, let me get back to the comment. Um, it's I don't care eight five eight seven said you're the asshole. If you checked today and it was less than what you made the agreement, you wouldn't have said shit. Yeah. Which is true. It's just like fourteen thousand five hundred is reasonable. Yeah. And you should just let it go. It also doesn't say what year the year it is either. Right. And I wonder when this happened. Um, because it was at the time when used cars were selling for a lot more than they're technically worth. So <clears throat> it's weird. I agree with this person who says OP just sounds greedy. Yeah. I mean, it sounds rude. And I, I think the thing at the end that he says, I'm just trying to do what is right for my two kids and one on the way. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You just wanted more spending money for your trip to Disney. Yeah. I'm like just there's, like, there's nothing r right about what you're doing. Yeah, you... there's nothing nice or right about what you're doing. And I wouldn't be wanting to teach my child those values. Yeah. And <laughs> like, this oh, one... yeah, agree to help somebody, but then change how you help them at the last minute after, you know, all this other stuff. No. Yeah. And this person did, uh, by Reddit, has been deemed the asshole, which I agree. Yeah. Especially at 28. That's crazy. <clears throat> Yeah. And then I, I found another one that says, how do people afford to live? They don't. I've been pretty sheltered most of my life and I'm starting out uh, and I'm starting out. I have a car at least, but I was, but when I budget, it seems almost impossible to make a living on just one full-time job, 40 hours a week. That's because uh, it is impossible to do that on one full-time job. Um, after taxes alone. Uh, how do people afford food, rent, gas, and cell service? I've looked into donating plasma, but there has to be another way, right? Uh, other ways, right? And then there's an edit that says, thank you for the massive amount of replies. Um, I'm hoping it can help others in similar situations and people trying to figure it out. I also want to mention that affording to live does not equate to affording luxuries such as branded items, expensive coffee, and the typical related um, items people tend to lump into the world luxury or the word luxury. I honestly believe gas and cell service can be lumped in with luxury in different parts of the world, but I currently live in the U.S. based on and uh, you. I am currently U.S. based and do not wish to disclose more information other than that. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I guess I can send this one to you and we can look at some of the comments too. I think, um, I mean, it's difficult and it really depends on where you live. Um, but then again, it's like if you have a job that is in a specific area you and you can't really move from that area, then there's not much you can do about that. There's mm -hmm. a couple of people that are saying, well, just get a roommate to help you pay for it. That means you have two incomes and half the person. But I, I struggle with that because I don't, I could never get a roommate because I don't, I don't like one. Right. Uh, although I live with someone right now. <laughs> yeah, but you live with your partner. That's a little yeah, different. That's, yeah, that's a romantic relationship. And I, this would be a, like a business relationship. And I, I couldn't deal with that. Because uh, there's always, I don't, I don't like having to rely on someone else for money. I also don't like that. But here I am. <laughs> um... But no, that unfortunately was something that I had to kind of get over um, when I was like trying to figure out living situations was, you know, yeah, I, I had to get a roommate, couldn't afford otherwise. Um, the other thing is, though, is like if you get a roommate and that gives you enough um, to be able to save up money, eventually you could save up and not have to, but... It's the being able to save part yeah. that gets in the way. And I think the the conversation that he brought into it about um, a car and gas money being could be lumped into the word luxury. I don't think that's true in the United States, like he says, because it's like if a lot of the things that you have, uh, you have to drive to. Um, and it takes like, I mean, you're seeing it now. You don't have a car, so it's difficult to do some things and some things you have to you've had to rent a car to do some stuff yeah uh, to make it easier so i don't and that's this is I, it really depends on where you're living i think in yeah. the united states True. if there's good um public transportation but see the thing is though is usually if you're living in a place that has really good public transportation you're paying more for it you're paying more. It's extremely expensive to live in. Like where I was living in Austin, um, had pretty decent public transportation, but it was expensive. It's cheaper for me to live out here in Round Rock, but I don't have access to the public transport as much. No, it's a lot smaller, and like where I'm at is a lot farther away from. A bus stop whereas in austin you're you know you spit and there's a bus stop kind of thing yeah. oh this is a good question do a lot of white people get uncomfortable talking about racism yes yeah they do which is why they keep trying to ban critical race theory in school yes because they're so uncomfortable with the with everything that we've created because of this that um that they'd rather just not talk about it than do anything to fix it. That reminds me of, um, I sent Ryan um, a TikTok that was like this Gen Xer answering questions because this person was just like, I have questions for Gen X. And I was like, I f this question feels very much like that. I have a question <laughs> for white people. The yeah. answer is yes, we're very uncomfortable discussing racism. Um, but 
what should be happening is the people who are feeling uncomfortable should be leaning into that discomfort to grow and fix shit. Yeah. Like, one of my friends posted the other day, she said, you know, reminder, all white people experience the benefits of systemic racism. And that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, even for me, it's uncomfortable because I I like to think, you know, that I'm doing my part to be anti-racist and whatnot. But so it's uncomfortable having to recognize, no, I do still benefit from this system that is in place. Even like, yes, I'm actively working against it, but that doesn't mean that I don't still get benefits from it. Right. And that's uncomfortable. Nobody likes sitting with that. But well, it's, it's like truth. it's like you said a couple uh, episodes back. You are a uh, what did you say? I'm an anti-racist racist. There you go. Yeah, anti-racist yeah. racist. So because I'm actively working against it and trying to undo the you know parts of me that have grown up with these biases and things like that, you know, and I'm actively you know putting in the effort, but I am still recognizing my part in the system. Yeah, honestly, one person that really kind of is inspiring when you think about um, combating racism and like white privilege, mm-hmm. I think of uh, would be Chelsea Handler. Yeah, she always does like a bunch of stuff about, well, tell me why you don't think white privilege is a thing. And then she kind of like shows them why it's a thing and like explains it to someone that um, does get to like reap the benefits of um white privilege where other people in the world might not and she she goes where people who uh are not benefiting from white privilege but they are what am i trying to say sarah um they're victims of white privilege so like they they're on the other side where it's not it's not a good thing um and it's racist but I would always, I always love listening to Chelsea Handler is one of my favorite uh, comedians slash activists slash people. <laughs> um, I, I love Chelsea Handler. Um, I was going to mention Jane Elliott, who has, she's, she's actually become very famous for um, her blue eyes, brown eyes exercise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which she first conducted the day after Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. So she's been working with that blue eyes, brown eyes exercise since 1968. Um, Which for those of you who don't know what the blue eyes, brown eyes exercise is, it's um, a way to teach about racism and the effects of racism systemically on individuals. Basically, she divvies up the room for there are the blue-eyed people and there are the brown-eyed people. And the blue-eyed people get to make all the rules and get to have all the benefits and all these other things. And the brown-eyed people get shit or vice versa, you know. And then she goes through exercises with them based around, you know, which group you're falling into. And a lot of people get really upset and are just like, oh my god, I don't want to be treated this way, blah, blah, blah. And this is unfair and you can't discriminate against me because, you know, of my eye color and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, exactly. Yes. 
you now see what it's like, you know, like a small piece of what it's like for people who have to go through the world experiencing racism. It's just, they. this is something that's not under their control. They can't change their skin color, you know, just like you can't change your eye color. And then they're still getting treated this way. Now, is that fair? And then people are like, oh, well, I guess not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good example. Um, well, do you have anything fun planned for the weekend? I think it's um, getting close to let's wrapping it up. <laughs> not really. Just the the illusion foods thing tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, that's right. Probably just going to sleep, honestly. <laughs> what about you? Uh, no, nothing really. Um, I'm probably going to mess around with the new phone and do some stuff on Twitter and try and try and work some stuff out for for the podcast. And I have school stuff to do. Um, the podcast? This is the week, my third week for this class. So I have three more weeks. Well, this week and three more weeks to go. So I have assignments to do and discussion boards to post and not really looking forward to it because I'm frustrated with this class. Um, other than fair. that, not really, not much. Sorry, I was dying. I mean, I, <laughs> I died earlier, so there you right. go. Ooh. Anyway. Um, do you want to wrap up the podcast with three, three love it's and three shove it's? Yes. I have the perfect first shove it for today. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off on the sour notes first. So this is my first shove it. Um, shove it to the lady at work today, who was acting like she knew more about my job than I did, and was trying to argue with me about something innocuous even. But anyway, so shove it to her. Uh, that's one, Sarah. And I know, you have Sarah. to have love it's too. I know. I had to cough. Okay. Um, my other shove it is Donald Trump. And my third shove it is transphobes. And all these anti-trans laws. Yeah. Um, let's see. Loves. What do I love? I love. I love that I'm finally going to see my oncologist next week. I love the hot dogs I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. Because <laughs> I just remember that they're in the fridge. Um, and I love the TV show ER. Oh, okay. I, so I can do my shove now too. So mm -hmm. my first one would be uh, my douchebag of a teacher and stupid requirements that don't really matter um shove those uh and then people that don't know how to park correctly it's like i get it sometimes it, it's hard to park right but when your freaking tire is in the parking space next to you you don't know how to park you need to fix it before you get out of your car yeah uh and then uh, people that don't use their turn signal I think that's always going to be a shove it of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to call and complain to a company the other day because there was a truck 
that wasn't using his turn signal when he was changing lanes, changing three lanes at a time and going over 80 miles per hour. Oh my so, God. So I uh, remembered the, or called the phone number and gave them the truck number. And I was like, listen, you ha- you need to talk to this guy because you can't, you can't do that. And then my Lovitz, I have my little, my Bobo. He's always going to be one of my Lovitz. Mm-hmm. My, my handsome little man. Um, and then my new phone. I'm excited to play around with this new phone. I love technology. So anytime I get a new thing of tech, I will play with it all the time. And then uh, my last, I just got this really cool thing. It's called the Ono Roller. Um, and it's like a stress reliever tool. I don't have it in my hand, but mm-hmm. um, it's like two two bars that you like roll in your hand and it's supposed to help like reduce stress and give you so i mean really i guess i should say uh my last love it is more than likely um or is the tiktok sale or for like things that they push to you those because i bought i bought that off tiktok that's where i found link which is one of the um partners that we have for the podcast well the only partner we have right now for the podcast right uh, we have an affiliate link um and then what else did i get i think that's it so far um but i love it but i also hate it because uh, i'm spending money yeah. <laughs> fair fair well you're gonna call it a podcast yeah i think it's a podcast all right, I want to go through my scripted clothes and fingers crossed, don't screw it up this time. I think, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to whittle it down because I do go, there's a lot. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of information there. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you like this episode, please like, comment, follow, and subscribe. Please leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. Uh, if you want to, please follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is at knowaboutthatpod, and our Twitter handle is the same, at knowaboutthatpod. Uh, if there's some a specific topic that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us at knowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.knowaboutthatproductions.com, and add your contact information into the Contact Us section with whatever you would like us to discuss. Uh, or you can also give us a call or text uh, any questions that you would like us to discuss on the podcast. Again, our phone number is 765-557-4170. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you have a great weekend since this will be son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on a Monday. Sarah, have a great weekend. You as well. Enjoy your weird dinner will do all right bye everybody sarah didn't say bye she doesn't love you people that's not true i just thought you would already hit the button (laughs) bye